What is going on? My name is Michael John Lennon, MJ Lennon to those who know me, and you're listening to the Fitness Business Life Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in today. You can sit back, relax, and hopefully enjoy the content of today's show. So listen, on that subject, the reason I'm here today is to discuss live events and how they fucking change lives and nothing can ever convince me otherwise. I've been hosting live events, been going to live events for now the last 15 years, and I have genuinely, like the perspective shift that I have gotten from both hosting live events and going to live events has been absolutely life-changing. I'm going to share some of those stories with you in today's show. Um, so just a quick story before I move on quite a while ago, I had someone reach out to me and obviously our, our main pitch at my academy, at my gym, wherever is that we do things in real time as in nothing beats real time learning on the gym floor. Like whenever we bring students through our academy, the first thing that we tell them is, Coaching is a practical job, right? So it makes sense then to learn practically, as in get onto the gym floor, start coaching people, build some interpersonal skills, become a better technician on the gym floor. And essentially that is done in real time. Like you cannot sit behind a computer screen and decide to become a coach of any kind. I mean, you might get away with some life coaching or whatever it is, but essentially if you're having someone move in a practical setting and you're there to help them move better, well then that can't be done behind a computer screen. I'm sorry, but it just can't, can't and nothing will ever convince me otherwise. Like nothing. The same for live events. Like it's just not the same, right? I've been going to live events now for 15 years, as I said, and due to the pandemic over the last few years, although it was more efficient, I didn't have to travel. Like there was times where I was traveling to the States three, four times a year. I didn't have to travel. I could basically sit at home in my pajamas and tune into the event. So it was, it was way more efficient, but it's just not the same. And, you know, there are no unique messages, but there are definitely unique messengers. And a lot of the time, that's the difference that makes the difference. It's not the message, it's the messenger that can make the difference in you either taking the information on board and being able to apply and execute on the information or you just ignoring the information altogether because you're not there and you're not present in that time with the messenger, right? So anyway, back to my story. Uh, a few years ago, I had a guy, he was a pretty smart guy. He reached out to me and he said, hey, listen, do you know what you do at your academy? Like I, I could help you make it way more efficient. And obviously he would have 
been looking some sort of financial reward for making all this happen. But he basically said to me, look, the thing that you do with your academy, I'm a big fan and I would love to help you scale that to a digital business. He said, you'll make a lot of money. We'll both make a lot of money from it. And it would be something, it would be a business basically that I could sell. And I was like, okay, so I'm interested. Tell me more. What What do you think? Uh, and I was trying to be open-minded about the whole situation. And I mean, as I say, he was a smart guy. So he basically sat me down and he explained the whole process. And it was to take our course and just do it online as in like no in-person practical element to it people go through the course and they get drip fed all the modules as they're going through the course and they do their exams online and while there was a lot of pros to doing that the downside was that for me it just wasn't congruent as in I've forever preached that nothing beats in-person learning for all of the reasons that I just aforementioned. So for me, I was kind of like, look, I, I don't know. And he, and he tried to convince me into it. And then I asked him a question. I said, look, tell me this here. Who's your favorite band? <laughs> Which seemed completely off topic. And he was like, uh, ACDC. So I was like, okay. So if I was to offer you tomorrow to go and watch ACDC in person, at a live gig or you can swap that and you can watch ACDC on YouTube. Which would you prefer? Uh, and he laughed and he was like, well, of course I would go to the live gig every single time. And I said, well, why is that? And he was like, well, cause watching them on YouTube is just not the same as seeing them live. And I was like, precisely. Okay. So while there were a lot of pros to what he was saying, and while we've actually taken some of them on, the fact of the matter is that it's just not the same as, as being there in that time, being present in a live environment. Because the fact of the matter is that if there is no emotional attachment connected to the learning or the education or the information or the knowledge, well, then there's a high probability that you're not going to retain that knowledge. That's just a fact. Right. So with that said, we have announced the Elite Summit, the Elite Fitness and Business Summit in Belfast for June 2022. And I'm fucking super excited because, well, for a number of reasons, really, I've been traveling to events for, as I say, the last 15 years or so, and I've never had one like this on my doorstep. I've had to travel to America, which the jet lag is not fun, I can assure you. Um, forked out a lot for flights and travel and hotel expenses and everything. And, you know, genuinely, like I haven't been to an event or I haven't at least seen an event like this here in the UK or Ireland ever because uh, I genuinely would have been at it. So, um, Oh, I'm a liar. I mean, there, there was uh, there was an event like this here, which was due to happen. It was kind of got called off because of COVID. And there was a few of my friends actually were due to travel from America. But I mean, that was in, 
I think it was in like London or something. There definitely hasn't been one like this in Belfast. Uh, and I'm bringing it right to people's doorsteps. And I know it's going to be an absolute game changer, not just professionally for people, but also personally for people. I know there's going to be some massive takeaway moments for a lot of people because essentially what, what events do is it just gives you a new perspective. That's it. It just gives you a new perspective on life. And a lot of the time, not just life, but in business as well, a lot of the time, whatever the thing is that's missing from helping you take the step to the next level, because essentially there's only three things really that you need to, that you need to level up in. There's only three things that you need to acquire, shall we say. It's either better skills, better character traits, or different beliefs around what is possible. That's it. Right. And a lot of the time, whenever you travel to uh, events and you get the right messenger, because remember, there are no original messages. A lot of the time, all of the information you already know. Right. You already like it's so fucking crazy to me. Like a lot of the time, all the information is there in front of us. But most people just don't know how to piece it together until the right messenger tells you. And it's like, right, shit, I got this here. And I'm going to show I'm going to give you some examples of this here soon. So um, it's just skills, character, traits and beliefs. And if someone says the right thing at the right time, you can take that and run with it. And it's going to it's going to have such a profound effect on your on your professional life and on your personal life as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've went through personally, you know, certain phases in business. And as I say, let's say, let's say I didn't have the skills at one time to take my business to the next level. And then I started going to events. And for me, it started off with coaching events. Like I was going to courses and seminars and workshops and reading books and everything was involved in training because obviously I'm in the fitness industry and I wanted to become a better coach. I wanted to learn how to, I wanted to learn more about the body. I wanted to learn more about adaptation, progressive overload, uh, technique. So going to courses, workshops and events and learning from the best in the world made complete sense. And I'd done that for, I would say, at least the first five or six years of my career. Like I didn't even start going to business events till I was like six years deep. And then that, that was a skills problem, right? That was a skills problem. So then I start to develop different character traits on the gym floor because I'm now more aware of what people are doing. I can be a little more clued in on the gym floor because I've developed some of these skills and then my beliefs around my abilities on the gym floor change as well. Right. Then, you know, I start to notice that being a great technician on the gym floor just isn't enough. Like that's the reality. That's, that's why I run this podcast because I know full well that if, if that was enough, well then we would have like 500 plus personal trainers on gym floors all around the north of Ireland, absolutely fucking smashing it right now. And they would have, you know, whatever hundreds of clients and the whole fucking nation would be much better off. But the fact is that it's just not enough. 
right? Being a great technician on the gym floor is just not enough. You have to acquire skills, character traits, and beliefs in, in, in business as well, right? You have to acquire skills, character traits, and beliefs in your marketing, in your sales process, in your, in your customer experience, in your culture, like all of those things matter as well, right? So, um, you know, for me, that's what it started out in. But then after a while, I started going to business events because I wanted to learn more about that side of the game. And it always seemed, these, all, these things always seemed to come at the right time. So for example, let's say it was a, it was a skills issue in terms of marketing and I didn't, maybe I didn't have all of the right information that I needed then, right? Because at the end of the day, what you don't know, you don't know. And then, you know, I start to meet people like Craig Ballantyne and Dean Jackson and Ian Stanley. And these people are like some of the best marketers in the world. And they teach me how to do email, copywriting, videos, sales, right? And that's me developing my skills on the business side of things, right? And then, okay, I start to acquire skills in that, but do I have the character traits in order to put these skills to use? You know, what I tell people all the time is that there is no salvation in information. There is liberation in execution. So it's okay acquiring all the knowledge on the skills, but how do I implement those things, right? And do I have the character traits to actually do that? So then I have to develop that. And again, I got those from a lot of the same sources at live events. And then for me, like genuinely the biggest breakthroughs that I ever had at live events were around beliefs, okay? Because, and it always just seemed to come at the right time. And I want to share some examples of this with you. So... Uh, you know, you know, Craig, I mention him all the time, one of my long-term mentors. I was making a transition from, let's say, being a gym owner to now running an academy. And then I was kind of also thinking about, right, you know, the real problem, the real problem lies in the business side of things for most people. Like most people get the basics right on the gym floor. Most people can become a good technician on the gym floor, but what they haven't got right now is the business know-how. And Craig always said to me, look, dude, you need to help people with that. And I was kind of resistant to it. I was like, Craig, to be honest, you know, I don't know if I know enough, right? And that is a self-limiting belief in itself. And Craig said this thing to me one time. He said, dude, listen to me right now. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king right? There is always someone out there who can use your help, no matter who you are, right? In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, meaning there's always someone can teach you something and vice versa. You can always teach someone something. So even if the smallest thing you have there can help, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people, well, then you have a duty and an obligation to help those people with that, right? which was an eye-opener for me. And that was in San Diego, by the way. And that one lane, that was all I needed. I was like, fucking hell, that whole trip was worth that one lane because never again did I, did I doubt my ability to help someone in a problem or a situation in business. The next thing then 
was again uh, at another uh, event across the water uh, and at the time i was uh i was basically torn down the middle because i was spending a lot of time away and working and trying to develop the business uh, and i kind of felt i felt really down i felt really bad because i wasn't spending as much time at home my kids weren't seeing me as much and you know, genuinely, like one of the one of the times that I was leaving to go to San Diego, my youngest son Charlie, um, he just busted out in tears the night before I was due to go because I was packing my bags and stuff. And you know, he was young at the time, and he was like crying because he didn't want me to go. And then Oliver started crying, and then oh god, it was just so fucking emotional. <laughs> um, and that I really like that was tugging on my heartstrings the whole time that I was gone, but. You know, I, I knew deep down that I had to be there. Uh, and Jay Faruja, who was at at the event, he, I mean, obviously he had no idea of my um, internal struggle with being there and wanting to be at home and everything else. And he said to me, uh, he, he just shared this story actually, which was, uh, and I was struggling even in terms of my energy around my family and everything else. I mean, I definitely wasn't being the best father that I could be. Uh, and I'm aware enough, I'm self-aware enough to um, admit that. And he said, look, let me give you a scenario here. Imagine you get up on Christmas morning and you go in and you're waking up the kids and you get them up out of bed and you walk into the living room and all of their toys are laid out. They're all wrapped up and the kids are so fucking excited about opening their presents on Christmas morning. And then instead of allowing them to open up their presents right away, you close the living room door on them and you basically say, not today, boys. We'll open them some other day. He was like, how do you think your kids would feel? And I was like, fuck me. I mean, that would be pretty brutal. And he was like, will you be in your best self for your kids and showing up for your kids every single day is a gift to those kids as well. And whenever you're not being your best self, it's the same feeling they get when they get up on Christmas morning and you say, not today, kids. And I was like, that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I genuinely left that day with a fucking new perspective on life. And I said this earlier on, it was, it was a complete perspective shift for me. Cause I was like, if I don't bring my best for my kids and my family, well then that's a gift that I could be giving them that I'm not every single day. And I'm conscious of that every, every time I'm around them, I want to be my best self, not just for my kids, not just for my family, but for everyone around me. Right. And I only ever got that perspective from from a live event and from actually being there in person. You know, there, there were many times that things like that happened to me uh, that I will never forget. And I will thank those people for the rest of my life for that perspective shift. Another one was another friend of mine, Luca Husovar. And I think at the time, I mean, my my sort of go to behavior, my, my go to characteristic is to look for the, the, the things that 
I don't do well. I think a lot of people can do this. Like most people will look at uh, the downsides of whatever action they took. They'll be their own biggest critic, right? Uh, and and that was my default. And I was trying to I was trying to get around this here, but I just didn't. I was struggling with it. And I think a book that I was reading at the time, um, Psycho Cybernetics, that gave me some insights into it. And I got some great information from that book, which was awesome. But I shared this story with Luca Hosevar. Uh, shout out to Luca. Um, and he said to me, dude, instead of being your own biggest critic, why don't you become your own biggest coach? And that was at a live event and that was in person. And ever since he said that to me, stop being my own biggest critic and I became my own biggest coach because what would you do if you were your own biggest coach you would first of all look for the things that you'd done well well what did I do well there in that situation how did I handle that situation well how did I perform there what went well that would be the first thing that you would look for as a coach then you would give yourself some constructive feedback not so much criticism just feedback and then you would say okay well if we want to make this better, here's what we need to do. But, you know, the first effort was fucking awesome, right? So that's what you would do. And I took that lesson with me forever and I still hold it forever and I still share that lesson with a lot of people. And then the final one was uh, a guy called Joel Marion. And Joel Marion owns a supplement company that does I know, like 600 million a year or something crazy. Um and we were, we were actually sitting at dinner in Miami and it wasn't even like, this wasn't even at the event. And I'm pretty sure what he had to say at the event was unbelievable, but we were just sitting at dinner and he said to everyone there, and again, I was kind of questioning being there as well. And I was like, you know, should I really be here? My wife and kids are at home. I kind of want to be at home. And he said, listen, you guys are all in exactly where you need to be right now because what you're doing is giving yourself an opportunity to have opportunities. And again, that one line always stuck with me. And I was like, I will always give myself an opportunity to have opportunities. And that's exactly what I'll be doing in June as well. Uh, last little plug on this. If you are in the fitness industry, in Ireland, the UK, wherever it is, uh, Europe, if you're listening, maybe, who knows, uh, and afar, um, you want to get yourself a flight to Belfast or a journey to Belfast on June 24th and 25th. We're going to have some amazing speakers at the event. Uh, we've already confirmed Phil Graham uh, and Jay Alderton, two absolute OGs in the fitness industry who are going to share some unbelievable insights into how they built seven-figure businesses. Uh, we will also be announcing some celebrity guests in the coming weeks, um, which again, I'm super fucking excited for, super pumped for that. Um, so yeah, if you do want to grow your fitness business in 2022, then get your ass to that event. You can check out my page, M underscore J underscore Lennon, for more information before them. Uh, and hopefully I'll see you there. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. And if you got value from this podcast, please share it with a friend who is in the fitness industry or who you know could benefit from hearing this. See you soon.